episode 37. Yes, headed towards 40. All right. Of the fourth time around, I, as always, am your host, Ross Everett Olsaver. To the left of me, hailing all the way from Irving, Texas, Michael Mail. Mike, how you doing tonight, buddy? What up, what up? I'm doing great. I'm excited. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm full of energy this time. Good, good. And to the right, of course, Gregory Clyde Wolf the second. Greg, how are you doing, my friend? Good, sir. How much money did Thor make at the box office? Okay, Thor was number one for the second time in a second weekend in a row, and it has made $119 million domestically and $317 million worldwide. So that's 198 in the foreign market. And Michael Mela and Greg Wolf for their opening night. Yes, in 3D, which I wouldn't recommend. Uh, it, it, because it wasn't filmed in 3D, it was in post production. I didn't know that. Yeah. I should have listened to Rich because I think he mentioned it when we were going. And but. there's not even any nudity in it, so it's not really worth it. <laughs> Always classy commentary from. But Man. Greg did show up with his uh, giant Thor hammer. Yeah. yeah. He See, that's that what I was up. wondering. That's why I was leading into it. I was like, so did yeah. Greg go as Loki or? He dressed as Thor. Okay. Um, Good. Uh, he is a lot like Thor. Those of you who know who've seen Greg in person will will see the similarities there. He's very pale. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, he does look a bit like uh, a version of a Norse god. I think is the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the sickly fat one that was sent to Earth, <laughs> like a Norse god in a world that's moved on. That's right. <laughs> you know, no one like, cares like, about the gods anymore. Yeah, like, like that left. would have been a that would have been a better Thor than the one I saw. I, I didn't like it very much. Like all <laughs> that would have been more entertaining. Like Greg is Thor. Just, just like right. a reality show of Greg, right? Or would be better, I think, than what we saw. And all the gods live in like a seedy, rundown LA motel, <laughs> right? <laughs> or one apartment complex that is always breaking. Everything's always yeah, exactly. Yeah, this, yeah, <laughs> like a communal toilet, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. This summer, <laughs> how is that different than you know, like Saturday? And it's it's Greg on his on his PlayStation. <laughs> 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 all right we're gonna go ahead and do the first segment which is uh for those of you who've been listening for a while so it's we haven't done it in a while but it's versus round uh and those of you playing the home and dice game we basically ask greg uh two entities our, our beings our mythological figures or forces of nature we'll battle it out and greg decides who win and we will give him a point he also has what's called a pyrrhic victory Victory, of course, is a victory that is achieved, but is too costly. Um, you know, like Mike's dignity. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot, very uh, much like that. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to you first. That's all right. Uh, Gregory Clyde Wolf II with, uh, with this question right here. Thor uh, versus the Mayan calendar. Oh. Um, well, I got to go Thor just because he's a god. And, uh, you know, the Mayans... You know, they probably got wiped out by Thor for all we know. I see. So you're in your version of history, it's possible that uh, Nordic God wiped out the Mayans? Yeah, because they, you know, they were starting to figure out, you know, what was going on in the universe. And so it was too much information for their primitive minds to handle. And so the I gods see. had to strike them. Kind of like Prometheus, kind of a thing. Bringing fire down to people, of course. Yeah, they, they, saw, they saw too much. Yeah. Well, of course, eventually unchained. But let me ask you this then, because the Mayan calendar can destroy the world. Yes. It can destroy the world. Now, I yep. don't know a whole lot about Thor, but can I mean, he can't destroy the whole world, can he? No. Okay. Well, then, then how are you going to tell me that Thor is going to win? Well, you don't see Mayans around, do you? I'm talking about the calendar, man. 
Um, the power of the calendar. I mean, there are people out there terrified of this thing. Yeah, I still got to go with Thor. You know, his hammer is pretty powerful. Okay. Mo- you know? Mahilnor, is that right? Yeah. Mil- yeah. Mil- yeah. yeah Mah- Mahilnor, I think is what it is or something like that. There you go. I don't know. I think I just butchered it. All right. Sorry. I'm going to go ahead. And I can't give you a point for that because obviously the Mayan calendar crushes worlds. <laughs> Mike Mail, go ahead. All right. Uh, Teen Wolf. Um, the one starring uh, Jason Bateman, not Team Michael Wolf J. Two? Fox. Second? Teen Wolf 2, that would be, yeah. yeah Teen yeah, Wolf, yeah. technically, yes. Great movie. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, versus Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> well, and this is not the, uh, not the Teen Wolf that's on MTV now, right? But it's Whoopi Goldberg from the movie Ghost. Oh, Wait, are you telling me that there is a – oh, you know what? Someone did mention that up. One of our listeners, David Roth, mentioned that there is a yeah. new Teen Wolf series out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think it's punishment. One of us needs to watch it. Uh, Mike Mail already DVR like the first five. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's like recorded set series recording. Okay. Hey, I'm unemployed. I got a lot of – I got all the time in the world. Yeah, after so, you see after you see this show, I'm sure you're gonna want to get a job immediately. So the Whoopi Goldberg from Ghost, so she's the psychic kind of one who can be right. inhabited by spirits. Exactly, Greg. What do you think about it? that's a tough one? Hmm. Well, <laughs> you know, I, I I can only imagine that she'll be able to conjure up other ghosts of other f- previous werewolves. You know. Uh-huh. Okay. And Teen Wolf's problem is that he's an inexperienced werewolf. You know, he just kind of discovers it while while he's in the bathroom right he he turns into one and yeah uh you know and Whoopi is a formidable woman let's be honest yeah um, she's intimidating she's intimidating. i i wouldn't want to mess with her Big so, and black. Uh, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> an oscar winner whatever um yeah no i gotta get Whoopi all the way you know mm-hmm. jumping jack flash has got to win this one good call great film great <laughs> film <laughs> mike are you gonna give him a point for for that, sure. or what do you think? Fair enough. Yeah, I wouldn't want to take on her. Yeah, sure. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Well, one. I guess. I guess. I would kind of say, Mike. Mike decided to go ahead and give you one. So, all right. Arnold Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. versus the inevitable Greg clone army that we've mentioned about seven hundred times on this show. Oh, um, we know Arnold's coming back for a fifth Terminator movie. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh, uh, little, maybe a little on in years but okay sure yeah yeah i don't know if he's gonna play a, an aged terminator maybe but um like a like a, a guy who teaches young terminators yeah exactly how to set up pronounce california properly um yeah. california. california um it is though that's how you say it you know i got i gotta go with a pyrrhic victory on this i don't think there's a winner in this because you know there's a there's a theoretically an unlimited uh, amount of Terminators that can be built as there are a limited amount of cl- Greg clones that can be built. Uh-huh, yeah. And I don't think I could beat him in Force of Arms just as... The only way I could beat him is if they made more clones of me than they did Terminators. And so it's like, yeah, I see. Yeah, it's, it's a very definition of a Pyrrhic victory. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe the last Terminator and the last me... The last me gets killed, but I, I'm pretty sure the whole world's going to bemoan the fact of this... Oh, yeah, for sure. Conflagration of uh, yeah. ungodliness. So, All right. I don't think anyone wins in that war. All right. Well, you're, you're, you're one point out of a possible two, and you have a Pyrrhic <laughs> victory claimed. Nice work. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> what?
What's scarier, Mike? Arnold Schwarzenegger as an actual governor or inevitable clone army of Greg? Hmm. God. Just right I off the top of your head. Just go. I mean, just Greg. Just, oh, Greg alone terrifies me. So, uh, so an army of clone Gregs? Yeah. 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 All right, go ahead. You got to go ahead and ask him a question. All right. Uh, the British monarchy. Mm-hmm. You can interpret that however you want. Royalists. Okay. The British monarchy <laughs> versus the American Bruce Springsteen. Oof. Now, this is kind of a throwback to our previous conversation we've had. Yeah, we have. Um, boss has battled many things. Yes, but the boss sort of, in, you know how I feel about him and about what he stands for. It's true. Mm-hmm. So just think carefully about how you're going to answer Um I, I like to think the boss coming from New Jersey kind of has kind of a underdog I'm kind of. Asbury Park, I think. But yeah. That's right. Yeah, kind of, um, you know, underdog kind of uh, win at all costs kind of. You know, yeah. really, I think he could probably infiltrate Buckingham Palace. Nice. You know, or or in the with very his band, with, with his, his band. band, yeah, with uh, you know, with Clarence and on sax and uh, what is it the uh, the E Street Band? E yeah. Street Band, yeah, the yeah, whole band. Clarence, don't he can he will he play blow that sax. Clarence, yeah, blow Clarence, blow. Um, you know, and then you got um, the drummer Conan O'Brien's former drummer Max Weinberg, yeah, Max Weinberg. And, uh, so he has kind of a he's kind of like a special ops of of bands, as right. it were. It's true. Kind of a SEAL Team Six of bands. Nice. And uh, you know, I just I just, I gave it to him because you know the monarchy's probably not watched that much. Uh, you know, they they watch them when they go out of the Buckingham Palace, but I think they've gotten kind of complacent. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because yeah, that's true. They yeah. have tourists going in, and you know, he could sneak in as a you know as a as an act. He just like puts the guitar around backwards. You know, right? Just like and maybe have a across his back, and he just walks right. right in, and a baseball cap in his back pocket. Right. Or something. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, hit the him and the East Street Band are on top of Buckingham Palace, like rocking out a free yeah. concert for all the it's people. Like, it's like the Beatles at that Apple, you know, at exactly. Apple Studios, you know, except yeah, except, except that he kills the Royals because it's you know so American and freedom laced. <laughs> oh, I would like to think when he plays uh, Glory Days that the right. you know like much like a V for Vendetta, you know, the whole thing just go comes crumbles. Rumbles, you know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Government governments should should fear uh, you know uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why isn't he running for president? I don't know. <laughs> I think he knows uh, he would he, he power would corrupt him. I think that's his gift. You know, he's. You think he's, he's self-aware enough to realize that? Pop- yeah, he understands the only way to win is not to play. I, that's that's exactly what Darkness at the Edge of Town is about. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, that is two points out of a possible three. I'm going to go ahead and, and give you one more. I think Mike's got probably one more or two for you. This is, of course, also has to deal with a little royalist uh, tinge to it. Uh, the Space Shuttle Endeavor, of course, making his last flight. Mm-hmm. Very soon, uh, mm-hmm. versus uh, the media coverage of the royal wedding. Oh, whoa! Uh. Yeah, you know the sad thing is too mm-hmm. that the endeavor. No one gives a darn about the space shuttle program. Only when no. only when people are dying do people actually kind of care. Yeah. So uh, you know, and that that wedding was just unstoppable. Even though everyone's complaining how it was the same like four little scenes they showed the. Mm-hmm. The kiss that I've heard everyone complained about, that it was unromantic and it was just so uh, mechanical and 
so trite. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the Wero wedding. You know, we were lucky. It took it took Osama bin Laden, the most hunted man in the world, being killed, to knock it off. Yeah. If if it didn't if we hadn't gotten Osama, I don't think we would still we'd still be hearing. About I'd still be hearing about the Wero yeah. wedding. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm maybe gonna go with you. Why, maybe that's why they ordered the kids. That's right. Yeah. Obama knew. He just had to. Get, he just was just tired of it. So he, he gave go. All right, that's that's uh, three points out of a possible four. Mike, now let's go ahead and clean it up for the fifth one. All right, uh, China, and again, interpret that as you like. Nice, mm-hmm. China versus an American traffic cop. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, can I go with China, the WWE wrestler? Of course. Yes. The and I think the traffic cop is actually going to be a New York City traffic cop. Yeah. Okay, well, China. What does that do for you? The WWE wrestler. She was huge. She was a woman, and her name spelled her name C Y. Why? Yeah. Um, and then it's Sina, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even more deviant. Like, Even what do we do with that? Dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. I just gotta think that she's gonna tackle this this cop and just put him <laughs> in a body slam, and that just might be it, you know? Yeah. Because what happens when? And then, of course, they both both probably get run over by now because well, the traffic cop traffic's just gonna flow right over them. Mm. This might be another pyrrhic victory. I don't know. You only um, have one of those. That's true. You have to either pick Sina or the traffic cop. Sina or the traffic cop. Yeah. Um, is this traffic cop? A big dude or a big woman or is it – was it like Clash of the Titans kind of a thing? It's a big dude. Is it a Gorgon? Uh, <laughs> Could he turn her into, into stone once he looks? He's, uh, he's an Irishman. Oh, good call. Um, and he's tr- probably drunk. Probably tipsy. Well, we know probably those Irish – yeah, I, I, don't, I have a bad feeling he'll have no problem striking China. China. Or China, Please. sorry. Um, Maybe he's an off-duty cop. <laughs> yeah, playing in the so like yeah he's one of those he's one of those cops devil may cry who got you know almost got his badge taken because he right. was you know, out of control like 15 minutes before he walked down to the street his superior <laughs> was just yelling at him yeah know? yeah you know, just you know i'll have your badge for this guy not yeah it's kind of like uh, R- uh Riggs on uh lethal weapon yeah exactly yeah, and like he was freaking crazy so yeah ugh, i gotta go with uh with I, yeah, yeah i gotta go with uh mel gibson okay Good. I think Mel Gibson would, would not be afraid of hitting a woman, yeah. Sina, in the face. Oh, wait club. a minute. Oh, how did we jump to Mel Gibson? How did we not? Yeah, wait. you said he was Irish, and yeah. uh, Mel Gibson's Australian, so Australian. he's got to be Irish. You so know? He's, yeah. Has he ever played a cop? Yeah, Lethal Weapon, man. Are you serious? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Of course. Yeah, and he was he was half, half you know he was off hinge all the time and getting yelled at by a superior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a mullet that was oh, firm. just you yeah. know. Yeah, the hatred of Jews that was just <laughs> that alone might scare China. China yeah, would be like, did Sina. You hear what he said about? Yeah, did you hear what he, uh, when he was drunk and yeah pulled Sina. over? It is Sina for the last time. I'm sorry, I don't even know what that means. What is that? That's how she spelled it. That's how she spelled it. I guess she thought maybe their country would sue her. I never really understood. I don't that, know why but. you would change. Like you can't change your name to being something that your name doesn't mean, and then <laughs> and then somehow get everyone else to buy into the yeah, mispronouncing exactly. of it. That's ridiculous. Like uh, that's like your emperor thing from last week, Mike. It's like you know, I am. like yeah, just, call me emperor. 
All right, well, excellent. You got, you got four out of a possible five and a pure victory. Well done, Greg. Thank you, sir. We have a new segment this week called Mike Mayella Dreamweaver. Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about this one? Sure. Well, the other night I uh, had a crazy dream, <laughs> and uh, I don't normally remember my dreams, so I thought, you know what, I'm going to write this down because I think fourth time around, guys, and the rest of the world needs to hear this. Mm-hmm. Um, and also because, see, I'm one of those guys that thinks that there, there's always some meaning behind the dreams. And while I'm really good at interpreting dreams, sometimes you're not good at interpreting your own. True. <laughs> so what I wanted to do was share with you as much as I can remember my dream from the other night. Mm. And maybe you and Greg can help me figure out what it means. Mm. I like it. Because, you know, they say dreams can predict the future. and that's Yeah, probably- I don't think they know. I don't. I don't think anyone really says that. They just... Yeah, I think, yeah. They also believe that the intros of birds at one point could predict the right. future. Well, you know. So, okay, so picture this. We're just going to gloss over that, huh? Okay. Yeah, well, don't worry about it. Okay, so here's what I remember. It's going to be a fractured because I can't remember every detail. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, could you? Fill in the gap. It's a dream. Right. It's a dream. But this really happens, I mean, in the dream. Uh, so it started out, I went with a group of people, friends, don't remember who they were exactly, uh, young people. Uh, we get onto a boat. I'm like in some really casual outfit, like pajama shorts. When you say boat, is it a yacht? Is it a small boat? What's a uh, It's really small. In fact, it's so small, it's like a raft. Like a dinghy. It's like a, like a dinghy, but it, okay. well, except that it's square. Square dinghy. It's like the size of a card table, like a square... I don't know, four by four raft. Okay. And it's got a driver. Some Somehow it's got a boat captain who's driving this thing. Not sure what's powering it. Uh, it starts driving us around the, the water, and uh, I, I'm kind of forced into it by this group of people who I thought were my friends, and they pushed me on the boat. So we start riding around. This goes for feels like a long time. Finally, we land on Long Island, New York. How how is the ride? Is the ride choppy? Is it smooth? It was okay. I, I was kind of nervous though. It was a little choppy. Yeah. Any storms or anything like that? No, there were no st- no, there were no storms. Okay. Nothing too unusual. Um, I just felt a little. I wasn't naked, but you could be though. You're in pajama pants. It's true. I hate to get naked, um, but the, I tried to take my clothes off, and. The women on the boat stopped me. <laughs> they said, wait, what are you doing? And I said, I just want to have some fun. And they hmm. said, they said, no, that's not fun. So I pulled, we'll have to cut some of this out. So anyways, we get to Long Island. <laughs> yeah, so are you like, oh, sorry, are you, you're floating like on a You, you have to cut out the, that whole part, Greg. Yeah, I just I, yeah. again. Are you? I hope you're on like a tabletop, and there's like more than one person on it, and there's still a captain. Yeah, like four people. They were like, yeah, there was like a small group of like four or five of us. Yeah, and we were all going somewhere to have fun. I don't know what it is, but I remember it's a feeling of fun. So okay, you go to Long Island. It's a feeling of fun, and we're gonna cut out the sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, or. Of the dream. I don't know. The, the, the women on board seem like they were able to defend themselves, though. So That's true, but yeah, you can't. I don't feel that. too worried about them. Yeah, true. Yeah, they usually can. Yeah. 
still, cut, still cutting it out. So you mm-hmm. get on Long Island. What happens, Mike? Right. So we get on Long Island. I'm like, shoot, I'm like in my pajamas still and I'm on Long Island. Well, oh, well. Uh, I remember I have family on Long Island, so I'm thinking, well, maybe I'm near where some of them are. So I just start walking around, um, hoping I'll find them. Um, and I run into a midget walking on the street or a little person. Mm-hmm. Are you, is this a real dream you're telling me right now? This is a real dream. Okay. And the little person, I mean, the little person, uh, he, 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 he looks like the, um, that the guy from Game, Game of Thrones. Of- yeah. Great. Oh, okay. He's, he's a good actor, with, I think. Yeah, Peter Dinklage, I think is his name. He's really good. He's speaking with his British accent, though. Okay. And I was like, oh, uh, he, he's like, can I help you? And I was like, oh, um, well, I'm trying to find my family. So he's like, okay, follow me. And so I follow him around. Through, <laughs> I'm like, all right, little person. I don't know how you know where my family is. Yeah, sure. I didn't even tell you my name. Yeah. So he leads me to this, um, I don't know, it's like a, a waterfront area like mm-hmm. near the beach. And there's like a daycare center. And I'm like, that's weird. And so he leads me in and then suddenly he disappears. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a daycare center where there's like – or like a nursery mm-hmm. and there's little babies, infants. Hmm. Uh, and – this is true. This happened. So I go and I, I, I don't know why there's an adult in there who seems to be the parent of the baby that's in the crib. Yeah. And I walk up for some reason. People are allowed to come and go in this place, and I just walk up to the baby, mm-hmm. and I pick it up, mm-hmm. and I'm holding the baby that's like an infant. It's like a newborn almost. It's wrapped in all these blankets. N- never give me a baby because I get really nervous around them. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like I always, I'm, you know, my fear of holding babies is that I'm gonna drop them. Drop them, sure. I have that fear too. Yeah, yeah. I think what that fear is like a, is from a cellular level, and what it is, it's like telling us that you shouldn't be fathers. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, because I I can't handle that responsibility. Yeah. A new life in the world. Um, this yours. Right. That, that's yours. Yeah. Although Greg and I have talked about adopting several times. Sure. So you pick up the baby and, and it's in swaddling <laughs> cloths and then what yeah. – that, that's it. So, so basically what happened is I'm like, wow, this awesome baby. And I put the baby down mm-hmm. and I go – and I turn my head and I look around at the other – like there's a few little kids in there. Sure. Uh, and some toys and there's like an adult that's hanging out in the corner. Um, and then I look back down to try to pick up the baby again or to see where the baby is. Baby's gone. Baby hmm. disappeared. Hmm. So the rest of my dream, what I can remember is I'm freaking out because I'm in this weird uh, daycare center on Long Island that, that, that this midget has led me to when I thought my family was going to be there. Right. And there's a baby. And it's not my baby. But it's gone now. And I put it down and it's gone. Yeah. Okay. So now I'm scrambling trying to find, okay, I was just here and I had the baby. Mm-hmm. I start like throwing stuff around i can't find the baby and i'm freaking out thinking the parents are going to be here soon they're going to want their baby back i don't even know whose kid this is okay and that's when i woke up because greg's alarm was going off in the room next to mine and i'm gonna go first here first of mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. you need to see somebody yeah right yeah and talk to them Right about, about some of these things, what I think, Mike, is that the midget represents you now, mm. 
and that he's leading you back to your past. Hmm. And when you get to your past, you realize that it's gone because you realize hmm. now that you're old and sad. Are you picking up yourself? Exactly. Whoa. And then he's putting down himself, and then he realizes that that part of himself is gone forever. And I can't get it back. Exactly. No matter how hard you look, how important it is, it's not going to come back. Hmm. That's scary. That's actually probably pretty accurate. That's sitting close to home. You have made us so, all sadder. That, so someone – so a friend of mine told me that um, babies, like babies in dreams, mm-hmm. can represent like something like new beginnings. Oh, okay. And then I thought, wait a minute. But apparently lost you've lost yours. Baby, but I lost the baby. <laughs> what does that mean? So it's like you I had, had it. I had it, it was almost like I had an opportunity that I yeah. lost. Mm. That's way sad. Losing a baby can't be good in a dream. But <laughs> in, in, any, in any reality. Yeah, in any reality. In any multiverse. So, like what did this person tell you that Peter Dinklage meant? Oh. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get any info on the uh, midget leading me. So yeah, I was didn't. more. I was more the, the 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 part that I was more worried about in the dream. Yeah, yeah, I think so much what that meant. I was more worried about what 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 the baby meant. Baby, that was like the real trauma for me. Greg, you got any suggestions on this one, buddy? Um, other than the fact that you should uh, reiterate the fact that you should see somebody. Yeah, and and don't pick up any babies. Yeah, ever because I'm afraid what will happen is. Right. You'll you'll go back into that dream. You have a waking dream, and you'll see your face on the baby you just picked up in reality. Ah, uh, yeah. And you might drop the baby in real life. So I think that should be a, a first rule. Yeah. Rule um, I think you should apologize to all little people that you meet. Well, wait, <laughs> wait. Yeah. I do anything offensive to? No, the that's true. But they're they're apparently crucial in helping you find your way. Yes, or or at least ask them for words yeah. of wisdom because I think yeah, what we've learned in, in Game of Thrones is that character is very wise, but he's had to overcompensate with learning True. Right? because everyone doesn't take him seriously. Right, like Teen Wolf before he became the wolf. Right, <laughs> yes, and was destroyed. Yeah, uh, exactly. Like he just okay. said, Gilbert. Okay. Yeah. Right. Or is um, it well that the baby, though, might be me from an alternate universe that maybe – Mike from an alternate universe died, and that mm-hmm. it was somehow telling me that in my dream. I see. And or the, maybe, or maybe you were communicating with all the other yous and all of the universes. Mm. I just don't so, know. So all those people within the dream are actually you, but just separated by time and space. I have no idea what you're talking about. I fell asleep. There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just think you really need to. Uh, yeah. Think, Stay away from kids. Stay away from yeah. kids. And don't and, get on the – don't let people push you into boats. Yeah. Especially that ones that are about the size advice. of a table. Yeah, especially small. That, if yeah. you can play four square on it, don't get in the boat. That's just mm. – That's pretty sound advice for anybody, I guess. I think for anything. I mean if you, yeah. can, if you can play four square in it, beware. You know, it is very telling that. too that it was Long Island, a place where I was born. Exactly, your past. That's starting to make me think maybe the baby re- represents me somehow. I think, hmm. it, yeah. I got lost. Was the was the baby uh, hairy like a <laughs> like yeah. a silverback gorilla baby? Did it have a beard? <laughs> uh, no, I don't remember anything distinct about. I, I honestly don't remember much distinct about the baby. Okay, just a very generic. Well, that's interesting too. Then I guess that part. Yeah. 
Maybe it, maybe you actually saw your face, but you just you blacked it out in horror. Maybe, maybe. Maybe, Mike, you saw your own ghost. Whoa. And Whoopi Goldberg was communicating with it maybe, somehow. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you saw yourself in, in after slaying poor Teen Wolf. God, you were just you're a sick man and you have sick dreams. All right, we're gonna go ahead and finish it off with the third segment, which we occasionally do around here. That's current events the fourth time around. Greg, what do you got for us, man? Well, um I wanted to bring in our producer in on this, Rich Simpkins. Sure. Um, so uh Rich uh well, I'll 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 uh, let's start from the beginning. Okay. Okay, the PlayStation Network went down about three weeks ago and it got hacked. Uh-huh. By uh, a group of hackers that we think call themselves anonymous. But now, well, now, for those of, for those of them out there who who don't know what what is the PlayStation Network? What is that? All right, that's the computer network that when you want to play with someone else in the United States or in, in other places in the world, you connect to the network and then they connect and you can play with each other on certain for, games for video games through the through for the PlayStation games. Three, yes. right? The PlayStation Three. So, yeah. okay, back in March, uh, two thousand ten. Uh, Sony kind of started um, messing with its uh, users by removing a, a way of installing different operating systems on the on the play, PlayStation. That's right. You could you used to be able to install Linux and things like that upon it. Right. So long story short, they were going to sue the guy who figured out how to crack the PS3 and do this. And so this anonymous group started attacking PlayStation but realized it was going to hurt consumers. So then they stopped. And then all of a sudden, though uh, – there's this new hack, and the whole system goes down. And you know, they first of all they they don't tell people about it. They don't tell what really happened until like a couple of days later. Mm. And then then they eventually tell everyone, well, like a hundred million people might have gotten their credit cards stolen, and their address, email addresses. Okay, so um, I wanted to bring Rich in on this discussion. Rich, we were just talking about how they think. Rich is our uh, our audio producer. He does do a lot of the editing of the show for this. Indeed. No. And uh, he and I play uh, PS3 together, as we do with Ross occasionally, too. But we were, I was just saying, I, was, I looked it up. It's 77 million PlayStation Network account data was taken and 2 million credit cards stolen. Mm. So, you know, here's, here's the question. What will corporations start doing now to prevent this? And then what – I'm, I'm kind of scared that government regulation is going to step in now and they're going to start tracing or having an ability to track people better, like – I, it sucks that we all got hacked, but I have a feeling all consumers are going to pay for this. What do you think? Um, yeah, I think uh, everyone's going to pay except for uh, the people who did it. And didn't you tell me once that the government was considering giving everyone a, a telephone number on the Internet kind of a thing? Yeah, it's like uh, it's going to be like a sort of like a digital ID that's going to be associated with everyone's uh, personal information. I think that's got to be where it's going to go. Hmm. So, like, so, and this would be so they could finally find the people who were responsible for such an attack, right? Or if an attack happens, they'll be able to find them. Right? More yeah, easily. exactly. That's the answer. Because they've called in the FBI, they called in Homeland Security. Yeah. Uh, I, Rich, didn't you tell me that the executives of Sony were so embarrassed they like bowed at a press conference? It like, was a deep bow. A it deep. was a deep bow. It was a seven-second yeah. bow. Yeah, and it was apparently a deep there are bow. people who. Count. Yeah, count I, I think that one of the Toyota execs bowed for like a minute. Wow. Yeah. What does that now, mean? Now exactly? I feel gypped as a as a PS3 user. Right. I, I kind of feel like <laughs> if they got a bow. minute, yeah. Mike, you've done okay. some, some shameful things in your life. 
Um, how right. long how would you bow yeah. if you had let uh, two million of your friends' credit cards get stolen? I bow to no one, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if I, I felt sorry for what I did, yeah, in my life, which you don't, but right, maybe five seconds. Okay, mm. so so you should feel pretty good, Rich. Well, yeah. I, I want to point one thing out, Rich. You know, Toyota did cause people to die. Like, yeah. <laughs> no one's no one's died because the PS3. We just can't, you know, play DC Universe online. That's, but you've that's... had a lot of a lot of distress over this, though. Oh, that's listen, I, as a consumer, I'm pissed. Yeah, because because PlayStation roommates, two grown men, right, have not been able to play. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it, it's sad, you know, uh, because, you you know, it might be dangerous, especially for Greg, because, you, as you know, he doesn't tan well. That's right. true. And if, and if he has to go outside, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not good. No, yeah. it's not good. the palest man in the world. He literally, literally is just sitting in his room now. Yeah. Like with the lights off, just staring at the wall because he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> right. Computer screen, yeah. Well, and also, I, I hurt other people because the sun reflects off me and, and blinds them. That's so. true. <laughs> we got a That's, problem you've, there. You've probably, heard, you've probably heard ancient tales of, of Greek boats using uh, polished bronze yeah. uh, to reflect the, the sun to make fire. On like the lighthouse steps. in uh, Alexandria. Alexandria or whatever. Yeah, that's oh, actually yeah. Greg Wolf. Huh. Yep. So this might be why. So that makes sense why the. Uh, the government's trying to clone an army of Greg. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah, this we would blind. So this is yeah. you could do with this if you get that many Greg Wolf, if you get that much pale skin together, mm-hmm. in one place. So, Rich, how long was it down for exactly? Oh, gee, almost a month. Wow, I'd say Greg, a month. Yeah, and it, uh, uh, it's just so frustrating because apparently a lot of their servers were not behind a firewall, and right. I, I don't know how a company that has all these credit cards weren't they in violation of some U.S. law too because they had stored these credit cards, hmm. and and there's a class action lawsuit coming out of Florida I think. Hmm. So uh, I, you know I don't think anything's going to come of it, but I just think on the long and and there's nothing that I've seen that says these hackers are going to stop attacking. So Rich, well, as, as somebody who has a credit card associated with the game um, that's billed monthly. Um, mm-hmm. do, do you? How do you feel now about having that information out there? Uh, I kind of feel like I'm gambling. Yeah. Because uh, I haven't really bothered to change my credit card number. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Greg, have you? You haven't either, right? No. Well, well we only got on. Yeah. Late last, I didn't get on until like really early this morning when I remembered that that I had heard it was back on, and so I have not gone on and changed my credit card information. It, you know, it's just. Uh, so you both feel like you're gambling. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I don't know. So do you feel I will like- say this: Sony has taken out a one million dollar insurance policy on uh, for credit identity theft for every uh, member. Oh, okay. So in, and my credit card limit is far less than a million. Mine is eighty seven dollars. Uh, <laughs> you're covered. You're covered. Yeah. So <laughs> mine is the cost of one dinner. So you go. <laughs> So you max yeah, it's a pretty nice dinner, though. Let's be honest. That is a nice bucks. I'm from <laughs> Chicago, man. Come on. Yeah, I guess you, so. Why don't you take me out sometime, wine and dine me? Yeah. So <laughs> Mike Mella, who doesn't play any any games at all, um, and to some degree you're missing out on, on kind of an interesting form of entertainment, uh, You uh, did you hear anything about this in, in the media, or is it only because you live with Greg and Rich? Uh, it's really it's, – I've been hearing a lot about it just from Greg and Rich. Yeah. Have, every, what do you say? Every, 
days, Greg just is cursing. So well, on a because scale, because they, they would go on every day on Facebook and announce, "We yet again are not back up." Yeah, like that's it was, true. It was, they would just throw in our faces, like, "Oh," and, and it was the same message. Yeah, the they didn't same. even bother to change the language on the. Not message. at all. It's like we're working around the clock, and it's still not up. Ha, so, ha, so Rich, is this enough to get you to not not play Sony, not buy Sony products, not play not play this anymore? Maybe switch to the other. Whoever. Well, in my case, I'm 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 a I'm not a hardcore gamer like Greg. I, there's only one game I play, and that's DC Universe Online. DC Universe Online, and it's well, but in fairness, on that one game you literally have played for like two straight months. This is why, yes, right. But, but this in is fairness, why. people need to understand that that one game, though, you have played. Like a hardcore gamer. You but those are not played. unrelated. <laughs> right, but the fact that I'm not a hardcore gamer, see, there's a reason. That's true. Because, yeah. if, because I do, I, when I start playing a game, I get so obsessed with it yeah, I that it. I just have to play it uh, until it's over. Yeah. And I've been known to, uh, I played Arkham Asylum a couple of years ago. Yeah, and uh, I literally—it took me three days to beat it because <laughs> I once I started playing, yeah, I was incapable yeah. of stopping, and so, so this is why I don't play a lot of games because I know that when I do, I'm giving up. In this case, probably a year of my life. Wow. Do you think it's? Do you think no, it's kind of no, like? Let me just say that right now. Don't do that. Right. <laughs> right? Let me just point this out. Please don't, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> that, see, this is it's it's uh, moving in with Greg was probably a fatal. Oh, fatal! Yeah, this is going to kill him. Yeah. Well, excellent. Well, you know, I want to say, uh, you think you have any kind of closing comments on it, Rich? Or I mean, is there anything that, that Sony can do? Or you just kind of begrudgingly feel like I'm, I'm I play this game, so I sort of have to. This is part of the deal now. I don't know how many people they're going to get who are going to come back because of this, uh, but I suspect that they've lost a lot of people in the interim. But they haven't lost people like me and Greg because we, you know, you can abuse us as much as you want, and we'll we'll keep coming back for more. This is sort of like what I like in my windship, by the way. Yeah, (laughs) that kind of that kind of sums up. That kind of yeah. (laughs) Look, I I just accept it now as part of being online. I see. This so you, is a, this yeah. is a price of doing business, you know. It's just it's inevitable that, that somebody at some point is going to steal your identity. Yeah. Also, wait a minute, and this is so, uh, so I, it, it might be a better identity than the one you had before, though. It could be an indeed. Upgrade. I could make a whole new one. It could be Mike Mella, though. It'd be. I mean, think about if you stole that guy's identity. Right. Oh, man. That? Try yeah. to do something with like it. a Trojan horse, Mike. Sort of. Yeah. Like yeah. Exactly. Like, like a hairy Trojan horse. horse. Yeah. Very definitely. Hey, isn't there, is this the Japanese though, right? It is. Aren't they supposed yes. to like be good at technology and stuff? So here's the deal, and that's, yeah, Mike actually. <laughs> Didn't they have like robots monitoring this shit or something? Mike, that is a, a terrible way to phrase an interesting question, and that would be uh, rich, Mike. Uh, those of you that don't know out there, uh, of course, uh, Microsoft has a, has a platform, the Xbox 360, and you pay, I think, eight dollars a month for this thing. Uh, right and, and uh, Sony's, of course, network uh, architecture is free. You don't pay anything for it. But of course, Microsoft has never had anything like this happen to it ever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Is this uh, is this maybe something that that companies need to just charge for? You know, this is the the something. You know, is, are we going to start seeing uh, nine nine cent fees for logging onto your banks? You know, I think it's I think it's the company itself. I think yeah. Microsoft is a software company. Yeah, and you know, famously. Uh, an Xbox 
is uh, superior software. The but hardware is not quite as good as true. the PS3, but it's a software company. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sony is great at making hardware, but their you know their expertise is not uh, not software. Mm-hmm. So Mike's you know as Mike says, the Japanese are really good at technology, but I think they're you know generally the the information architecture that goes into that. I think the U.S. is known for that. Mm-hmm. But it's because it takes undisciplined uh, you know random attacks by hackers to do this kind of stuff, and I don't think the regimented. Um, Business philosophy, really. I mean, they didn't. They didn't tell people for another for several days about all this. This is not the first time Sony's done something like this and not let it out. Well, so I mean, you're saying this is like American Samurai, right. where the American comes right. in and is I like, see. Oh, "Forget all your rules." Yeah. Uh, we'll oh, you're coming through the back door. Your or, uh, used to be like this, but now. Yeah. Yeah. Cobra Kai. Um, yeah. No. It. Uh, it just. I just think their business culture is not prepared for. It, look what happened with Toyota. Look what happened with the uh, earthquake. The Fukushima the, plant. Thing. Yeah, they're they're very slow to react to the public relations fiasco. And I think if they reacted sooner, well, it's a I culture of honor, right? So they, aren't they supposed true. to kill themselves when they're not? I mean, they like pull on their sword when they've done something. <laughs> I bad. don't know that that is. I, well, I will say this. I, I mean, that might be why war. they don't really want to admit defeat because that means they'll be a scapegoat. They'll have some guy, poor guy, who gets fired. Instantly over this, yeah. or really? probably already has, I would imagine. Mm. But anyway, so it, it, it supposedly it's fixed. We'll see. All right. Well, excellent. Rich, thank you. Thank you for stopping by, my friend. No, thank you. All right. Well, that's going to go ahead and conclude, uh, naturally, of course. Uh, this year episode of Fourth Time Around, episode 37. That'd be season two, episode eight, for those of the four people left keeping track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, as always, am your host, Ross Everett Olsaver, uh, Gregory Clyde Wolf. Sir. Uh, Michael Mela. Yep. And Rich Simpkins. He's gone. <laughs> no, I like, I like like the silence, like he's still there. And Rich Simpkins. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, there he is. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. We lost you. I just yeah. had my mute on. Oh, no, sure. Forgot Everybody have a nice week. Mm-hmm.